Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Grand Associates Events, the Anchor Podcast. I'm Sean Gray, the owner of Grand Associates Events, Houston's best wedding planner, and I'm so excited to start this journey with you all. So as you might imagine, as Houston's best wedding planner, I get so many questions from clients, friends, and really people off the street about everything related to event planning, not just weddings, but fundraisers, corporate galas, anything you can imagine as an excuse for people to gather and celebrate together, Grain Associates Events comes to the rescue. But Oftentimes, they're just simple, easy questions that don't need an agreement or your event planner at the touch of a button on a phone to answer. And so that's why I wanted to start this podcast, was to share some tips and ideas and hopefully answer some of the questions that you might have the next time you're planning an event. So today, for the very first installment, uh, we're going to be taking a modern question that comes up as it relates to the wedding planning journey, and that is the idea of registries. I got this idea for this episode because I'm dealing with one of my bridal clients now, and she said, you know, Sean, I just don't, you know, me and my fiance, we have everything that we need. I'm not really sure that I want a registry. And while that's true, and that same sentiment is shared by so many couples in today's age, the idea of a registry is really to create an organized method of creating, or excuse me, an organized method of receiving gifts. Because let's face it, as I told my bride, Aunt Linda is going to bring a gift to your wedding because that is what's ingrained in Aunt Linda's head and heart to do every time she attends a wedding. You bring a gift to congratulate the couple. And the idea of a registry came about because couples were wanting to make sure that they got started on their life together on the right foot by getting some of the things that they desperately needed for their new household and life together, but didn't necessarily have the funds or the time to go shop for themselves. So the idea of a registry was created. And not long after that, big corporations latched on to the idea so that wedding guests spent money in their stores when they were shopping for the newly married couple. And so what happens, as I'm sure most of you know, is throughout your wedding planning journey, one of the tasks that you will create or one of the tasks that you will do is to build that registry. And there are so many ways that you can do that, especially the more traditional routes like go to your local Macy's and and scan with the little gun that looks like a price checker. Scan all of the items that you and your fiance want for the new house or the merging of y'all's two houses together. And that way these items can be your first, you know, shared appliances or the drapery that you guys selected together. Those items are then purchased by your wedding guests and delivered to your wedding or to your house um, ahead of time. But then what ends up happening is that brides and grooms don't necessarily want to think about, oh my goodness, I need a new curtains for the living room and I want to get a, a turbo chef or I really want a KitchenAid mixer and 
you know, maybe one of one of you are like, you know, we could really get that 70-inch Samsung flat panel television. Let's add that to the registry. And then what it turns into is just this big monstrosity wish list of stuff that you don't even really necessarily want or need. You're just scanning it or adding it to the online registry just so that the Aunt Lindas of the world have something to purchase for you. And that in and of itself kind of takes away the magic of gift giving. So in today's era of gift registries, you know, there's really some cool out-of-the-box registries that you can um, sign up for, like Honey Fund, where you think, okay, we want to go to the Caribbean on our honeymoon, so let's set up a Honey Fund and let's pick uh, things and excursions and airline tickets and hotel nights, all of those kind of separate items that make up a vacation itinerary, let's create a wedding registry for those items. And then before you know it, you've got your entire honeymoon paid for by your wedding guests. And your wedding guests love it because then when you're sharing all of the awesome honeymoon photos on your Facebook or Instagram or you're snapping a bunch of pictures, your friends and family who came to the wedding or supported your registry can look back and say, you know what, they're eating that phenomenal romantic dinner for two because I know that I saw that on their honey fund and I bought that for them and now look at them having a great time experiencing the gift that I got them. You're never going to do that with Aunt Linda's blender. You're never going to post an Instagram picture of you like blending your morning smoothie and being like, oh my goodness, Aunt Linda, thank you so much for the Hamilton Beach blender. So things like Honey Fund are a cool new way that you can still honor the time-honored tradition of letting Aunt Linda bring you a wedding gift, but also ensure on both sides that the gift Aunt Linda does give you is one that you're really going to love. In keeping with the theme of registries and what to ask for for your wedding, I wanted to go on the other side of the aisle, so to speak, and talk about how you can ask for money. And the skinny of it is that you can't. It is so distasteful and disrespectful to ask for money as your wedding gift. In the sense of a few years ago, I had a, let's call her a person that I was assisting unofficially for her nuptials. And she wanted to ask for money in lieu of gifts. And you can't do that. And so she literally said to me, I want to tell my wedding guests that I'm registered at the bank. Tacky. That's all you can say is tacky. It's, it's, it's disrespectful, as I said before. You can never ask for money officially as your wedding registry gift. Now, here's what you can do. In a lot of cultures and traditions for families or in different parts of the world, there are 
events inside of a wedding reception, like dances or games that are played. And in those specific events, it is quite customary to pin dollar trains on the couple or shower the couple with uh, cash bills, uh, write checks. You know, those, those things do happen if those sorts of activities are taking place at a wedding reception. So by all means, I'm not saying that when uh, tradition is involved, you can't do it. But what I'm saying is imagine your wedding invitation or your wedding website and down at the bottom it says, in lieu of gifts, please give us money. Like, no, you can't do that. And you'll learn through this podcast that another thing I'm very against is mason jars in non-rustic settings. I'm just, I'm very, I have not taken couples on who wanted mason jars. I've also um, completely removed burlap from consideration sets when it comes to linens if they're not having a rustic wedding. Uh, It's just a a deal breaker for me and asking for money outright is a deal breaker. So I've already talked about the little fun games that can happen at a wedding reception where you can receive money. If if you if you're really in a pinch, like say you and your fiance are getting ready to buy a home and you need money for the down payment or whatever, there are ways to do a request for financial gifts in a way that's not so blatant like give a you know, we're registered at the bank. <laughs> you can ask a bridesmaid or a groomsman or somebody connected to you and your fiance to kind of put the feeler out and kind of let wedding guests know what's going on. For example, everybody's going to run to Jenna and be like, okay, so like, what's the couple really want? And Jenna can say, well, you know, they're kind of really close to being able to have that you know, down payment secured for that house that they've been talking about purchasing. And then the savvy wedding guest will be like, mm, got it. Okay. So they need, they need some help with their down payment. Okay. That's easy enough. That's that saves me the trouble of going to the store or, you know, looking at bestbuy.com slash registry and trying to figure out what to get them. So there you go. I'll just, I'll just put a check and a card and put it in the card box when I show up to the wedding and it's done. And, and you saved, you saved face and didn't look tacky by not outright asking for money. And the guest that talked to Jenna thinks that, Hey, all these people are dropping toasters off, but I got what they really want. They want closer to that down payment on that home. So again, it's all about win-wins for everybody involved and not appearing to be disrespectful or not in good taste. So use a use a non-traditional kind of modern approach to a wedding gift registry by setting up a honey fund or if you are really wanting a money gift get it unofficially by the old game of telephone or having somebody else make the request 
And if you're not, you're not in a situation where you want to go on a honeymoon and you don't want to ask people for money, you just don't want gifts, well, I go back to Aunt Linda. People want to celebrate you on your big day and they want to congratulate you. And the way to do that is to get you a gift. So consider setting up a nonprofit registry like, hey, in lieu of gifts, please make a contribution in our name to the World Wildlife Foundation or your local city's food bank or some kind of nonprofit organization that's really close to you and your fiance. And then you get to look back and be like, man, our wedding day made X dollar contributions towards a charity that we're both really uh, proud to work with and support on a yearly basis. So the fact that we could supplement our support with a special occasion donation because of our wedding, that's really special. And that's just one more way that you can celebrate well. So if you enjoyed this podcast, I hope you'll share it with your friends. And if you're looking for an event planner to plan your wedding or another event that's really special to you, you know, definitely consider me and my team at Grain Associates Events. You can find out more information by visiting numberoneeventplanner.com or searching the same way you found us on Anchor, Gray Events H-O-U on all the social media platforms. So thank you so much for listening and I can't wait to share the next tip with you. And if you have an idea or you have a question, shoot me a voice message and, and let me know what that question is and I'll be sure to plug it into a future episode. So thanks so much for listening and have a great day. Thank you.